Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Someone gave the 680 interns a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Not sure who taught them to use the equipment, but sure, why not? It's time for the Grind Hour. Get a peek behind the scenes here at the fan from the young aspiring broadcasters who are spying on everything. I mean, what are we going to do? Fire them? It's fun. Look at the fun we're having. Now, let's grind it out. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. It's the Grind Hour. Welcome to the Grind Hour, the podcast hosted by all interns here at 680. I'm Sean Cozy. I am a senior at Eastern Illinois. I live in Chicago, and I'm down here for the summer. Excited to get after it. We're out here with uh, four of our 10 interns, I believe. We got 10. Then we got Matthew Sanchez, Andrew Lawrence, and Cam Cobb. So, uh, Cam, tell us a little about yourself. All right, guys. Well, my name's Cameron Cobb. You can call me Killer Cam if you'd like. I, uh, <laughs> I'm a, uh, come from Sewanee, Georgia, born and raised, and I uh, played football up at North Gwinnett High School in Sewanee. Uh, just recently graduated from Georgia Southern University. Go Eagles. And I'm um, giant Atlanta sports fan, um, except for UGA. Um, don't really like you guys, but I do obviously support my Eagles as well as the Auburn Tigers. What do you got, Andrew? I'm Andrew Lawrence. Uh, I'm kind of the Canadian of the group, I feel like. Lived there for a while. Yeah, and kind of. Kind of. Everyone kind of. <laughs> Mess with me for it. Uh, I go to Miami University, University of Ohio, and I played hockey. 
uh, all growing up, took two years off of school to play it as well and uh, playing junior hockey. And that's that's about it. So, Matthew, take it over. All right. I'm Matthew Sanchez. I am now a senior at Georgia College and State University. Um, I'm kind of the enemy around here. I'm the big New York sports fan here. So mm-hmm. a lot of things they'll be saying. I'll kind of have something to contradict them with. Um, but really a big follower of all sports, baseball, basketball, um, can talk sports with anyone. So I think it's going to be a great time around here with you guys. Yeah, it should be a good time. I also topic maybe. How, how was our lunch today, boys? We went to Hooters. Oh man, Cam, how, I know you had some kind of. No, actually, Andrew, let's get to you, man. <laughs> he had the line of the century to when the waitress pulled up. What the heck? <laughs> what did you say to the waitress right when she asked what you wanted to eat? Well, we're in Atlanta. Georgia does have a coastline, but it's not very big, and you know Atlanta's very far from it. So it's a Hooters. You know, it's a great restaurant, but definitely not known for its seafood. So. I was wondering if I could trust the seafood there. <laughs> so I simply asked the waiter, very nice woman, hey, can I trust your seafood? And yeah. she gave me she gave me a very odd look after that. But Yeah, not the hey, is it good? It's can I trust it? I yeah. Trust yeah. Yeah, like you could have put it just about any other way and she wouldn't have looked at you the way she did. Like you were like <laughs> trying to embarrass her or something, man. Like, so what do you mean just, by that? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Well, as I said, you know, not on a coastline. I just want to make sure you trust it. I... I got the shrimp tacos, and they were good. Great food today. They the, were the good. The mozzarella sticks, oh, forget about it. They were delicious. Absolutely. Were good. You know, I think the mozzarella sticks, personally, was the best part of the meal. I, um, I gave that on a 10, 1 to 10 rating. I gave that an 8.5 out of 10. Thought cheese, fantastic. The breading on the outside, can't beat it. Um, and I also had the shrimp tacos with Andrew. I gave it a solid 7. think I'd eat it again, but nothing too much to write home about. Yeah, we've got a we've got a long time to work our way through that menu for sure. Cause, oh yeah, because we'll be the over keep there. trying things new there. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be over there. Quite the degenerate Hooters guys. <laughs> <laughs> we tip well though. Don't worry, we tip well. We do tip. So what's been going on with 680 recently? We just got back from a the 21st annual Fan Classic Golf Outing up at Lake Lanier. Uh, me not being from Georgia, I had heard a lot about Lake Lanier leading up to it. It's cursed. Yeah, it's didn't know it. haunted, cursed. I didn't get to jump it, work our way through that menu for sure. Cause, oh, yeah. Because we'll be the over Keep there. trying things new there. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be over there. Quite the degenerate Hooters, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we tip well, though. Don't worry. We tip well. We do tip. So what's been going on with 680 recently? We just got back from a the 21st annual Fan Classic Golf Outing up at Lake Lanier. Uh, me not being from Georgia, I had heard a lot about Lake Lanier leading up to it. It's cursed. Yeah, it's didn't know it. haunted, cursed. I didn't get to jump in the water. I really wanted to, to say I survived, but... That was your big goal of the weekend, it and was. you didn't accomplish yeah, it. Very disappointing. You know, I had a two-hour ride back home, so I wasn't, like, trying to be all soaking wet for it, but... I, I wish I can say I survived Lake Lanier. I just need you to know you let a two-hour drive get in the way of your hopes and dreams. So and you're like as you're okay with it. Toyota that yeah. you bought for 50 bucks. Shout out to the Camry, man. The 96 <laughs> Camry. Bought it for 50 bucks. Made the two-hour trip up and down. But uh, yeah, how was your guys' mornings? I know I woke up Thursday at 4 a.m. I know some of you probably yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Thursday we had to be there at 5 a.m. Friday we were there 6 a.m. for the locker room show on both days. It was, I mean, I was working with the locker room guys, so I was here at 6, uh, used to be in here at 6 a.m., then switch up going up to the Lanier, a little further drive. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I, I think we all got there on time pretty much every day. It was long days, but I think I can speak for all of us. We all had a great time. It was a really good experience out there. All I'm saying is we beat our boss there. 
Yeah. So we did well. Yeah. I mean, I think whenever you're beating the higher ups, you know, the guys are actually getting paid what Scott said. <laughs> I think it's a good day for the interns. And, you know, it also didn't hurt, you know, having pulling up to one of the horses, you know, having all the talent out there, Finnerin and, you know, John Michaels, all of them. And we uh, pull up on a golf cart and they say, you know what? You guys deserve some fireball shots. Yeah. So got to take some shots to some of the guys. Got a nice picture of it. Oh, man. I can't complain. Yeah, it was a great experience right on the course, me and all these people, um, different people I work with in the company, with the company on the outside. It was good talking. I feel like I met so many people, I don't remember half their names, but it was good talking to a bunch of people that kind of in uh, yeah. future places that we could all see ourselves in. Yeah, shout out to all the sponsors who came out. We had a great time. I know uh, Andrew had a great time <laughs> by himself for a little while. I mean, yeah. Missed so out on the party. What happened? I decided to do my job for a little bit. <laughs> and when I come back outside in the scorching heat, um, it was a nice day, but it was hot. This was um, on Friday. This was a Friday. I come out, and I'm like, okay, no one's here. I'm going to go back inside and get in the air conditioning and just kind of hang around until I need something to do. And I call Cam on the phone later. It's probably been an hour at this point with me just sitting by myself in my own thoughts. <laughs> and he goes, well, I asked the question, hey, where are you at? He's like, oh, I'm with Sean, Matthew. We're, we're riding around in the golf course just asking if people need anything. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, let me know when you're back. I'm a little bored right now. <laughs> and To be uh, fair, there wasn't an empty... An empty spot on our co- or on our golf course. Yeah, we were, also, yeah. But. To be fair, I could have gone on a golf cart, <laughs> and you guys could have been like, "Oh yeah, come on out." But no, 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 no. Um, which the we're golf big. cart situation, we'll go on a tangent about that later. Was just a whole issue. Oh yeah, <laughs> gosh. But I uh, I later meet up with Sean, and I'm like, "Oh, how was everything?" And he, he proceeds to pull up a picture with him. Was Fitterman there? Yep, Fitterman was, yeah. yeah. was there. Yeah, and a bunch of the people at 680. All locker room. All the locker room at a whole. Even Dylan was there. I think it was whole yeah, five. Another intern, Dylan. You yeah, Dylan, Dylan was there. The sales guy. Yeah. What are the sales guys Sid, doing Sid there? was there. So it was Austin. Yeah. Whole nine yards. Oh, of but course, I Austin believe was Isaiah there. was in oh, the man. picture also. <laughs> so quite literally, everyone but me. Me and uh, uh who who was the guy that broke his arm or, or fractured his uh, elbow? Brandon. Brandon. Me Brandon. and Brandon. You know, we're just sitting there. The whole time, Brendan was asleep. Actually, yeah, he, he, was, <laughs> he had a rough week. He, had a rough, he, he, he needed a rough some sleep. Week. Yeah. Um, but I, I pull up to Sean, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it was a great time." Proceeds to pull up a picture of all of them in a line, really nice family photo atmosphere. <laughs> and I'm like, "I missed out on this. I called you to see if I could come, and I got a will be back." <laughs> no, no. I do not recall ever saying we were going to be back. Because honestly, I didn't want to come back. I don't think any of us oh, would no, come yeah. back. We went we over were, to the Tito's tent after. We were cruising. I don't know. think you guys are helping this at all. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Probably not. I'm just keeping it real I don't know if our bosses should hear this either, but we're going off on it anyway. I'm just keeping it real. We were driving around, making sure everybody's good. Beautiful views out in Lake Lanier. I mean, you know. It was a great course. Great. It was a great course. Beautiful it was a great two-day event, absolutely. Yeah, and before, uh, I know Andrew's got to say something. Before he rips into me, we got to rip into other intern, Jay. Jay. <laughs> what, is, what is there to say about me? Still can't hear you there, Jay. Sorry. <laughs> you can come in the room if you'd like. Defend yourself. It's, it's Friday fun day. Playing 18. Yeah. But um, shout out to all the interns. We still have yet to meet a couple of them. And hopefully we'll get them on soon. But it'll be the core four of us going on from here on out. But other sports news in the world. I know the NBA Finals is going on right now. 
The Golden State Warriors are up three to two in the series. Uh, Matthew, what do you what do you uh, well, what do you know about the NBA Finals? I think right the Celtics now? are done. Um, it's been a great series. It's gone back and forth. I think almost every other game, every team time a team loses a game, I think you say that team is done for. Um, but now game six, I think the Celtics are gone. They might win game six, but I don't see them winning two in a row here. Um, Draymond Green, I don't like him. <laughs> Steph, Steph Curry, uh, I wrote this down. Um, this So five games, Draymond Green, 27 points, 36 rebounds, 29 assists, and 24 fouls. Man. 24 fouls. 24 fouls in five games. Zero three-pointers made. That is Draymond we're talking about, though. Yeah. It's the, this is a rough series for him. He, he usually, his you know. mom, His mom took to Twitter and said, this is a rough series for my son or something along those lines. Rough. That would hurt my heart if my that mom said tough. that. He talked about it on his podcast, and he was like, I guess it might not have been the right thing, but she's right, so he admits it. That's a funny thing. I think some people were saying how he uh, he actually put more effort and time into his podcast the day after Game Four, I want to say, than his actual performance. And uh, it's funny to me because Draymond's always been kind of the heart and soul of that team. He's that hustle guy. He's gonna do a little bit of everything for you besides shoot and make three pointers, obviously. Um, but he's a you know guy who distributes the ball a good bit and. Um, you know, I, I agree with you, Matthew. I think Warriors got this locked up. Um, I think they're going to win it in six, but if they don't somehow, they're going to go back to, you know, Golden State and they're going to win in seven. Um, but something I thought was hilarious, um, you know, in game five, we saw at the towards the end of the game, Wiggins got a good uh, poster on um, Jason Tatum. And they brought up a tweet from Jason Tatum in 2012 and it said that uh, Jabari Parker Jabari Parker yeah Jabari Parker is better than Andrew Wiggins tweeted that back in 2012 and I thought just in the crime time you know the some of the best times in NBA history come in these five, game fives game sixes game sevens late in the game and Wiggins got to dunk on Jason Tatum after tweeting something like that and I think that's just hilarious personally yeah that's a real rough look for Tatum I mean he's a great player and everything I agree I think the Warriors have this locked up but uh man I don't know I I, I know a lot of people in Atlanta like Al Horford a lot. You guys want him He's to win He's been having a, a great series. Um, did, what do you have last night? Nine points, eight rebounds, nine rebounds. So a decent game for him. He's doing his thing. It's good to see him still in the league, former J Atlanta Yeah, Hawks. Jason Tatum. I love Jason Tatum personally. I would love to see him win it personally, but I think the Warriors have it. He dropped not his greatest game. Still 27 points, went five for nine from three-pointers, shot 50% from the field, another 10 rebounds on top of that. He had a solid game. And one stat, like one looking at the box score, Steph Curry, first playoff game in his career where he had zero three-pointers made. He went 0 for 9 from 3. Really? Which is wild. Still that's, dropped 16. And the most Cold. impressive fact about that, it sounds like he had a bad game. The most impressive thing is he had the highest plus mining out of everyone in that game yesterday on both teams. Man. Well, I think that just shows how good of a player Steph Curry absolutely. really is. Where And the part of the game that he dominates the league in, didn't, didn't have it last night, but still right. dominated. Yeah, the, right. the greatest three-point shooter ever can shoot 0 for 9 from 3 and still have a huge impact in the game with 8 assists, 3 rebounds, uh, steal, only 1 turnover, um, 2 fouls. That's all I gave uh, in Game 4. He got in a little foul trouble. Um, this one he stayed out of it, only 2 fouls. And with a plus 15, 16 points, it's still a fantastic performance from Steph Curry, even not in his uh, main focus area right there. Well, so, let's make it oh yeah, official with everyone here. Right. 
are the Warriors going to win game six? Or is it going to go to game seven? Matthew, we're going to start off with you. I think you already said it, but I just want to make it official on everyone's palette here. Everyone's I want to say yes, but I want to see a game seven, so I'm saying Warriors in seven. Mm-hmm. Celtics win this one. Jason Tatum's not going to let this happen. See, I think the experience and the depth of the Warriors is really starting to show. I think game five was a good indication of that. Um, so I think we're going to see the Warriors come out in game six on the road like we saw them do, I believe, in 2015 at the Cavs. They're going to go out and close it in six with their, like I said, their veteran, the Leadership and I think Draymond has a better game. Um, game six kind of almost saved he needs his it. series. Yeah, he needs it for sure. Um, yeah, well, this series I've noticed it almost seems like the Celtics are the more athletic, deeper team without the experience, but they have the deeper team. But last night's game, it was all the Warriors with their depth. Um, Gary Payton had 26 minutes. Looney had 17 minutes off the bench. Jordan Poole finally had a good game with 14 points with 14 minutes off the— He needed that, too. He's been a questionable series. He's a great player, I think. Um, how, about, how about the air ball, though, man? Okay, did you see that? That was rough, yes. And then Steve Kerr's reaction just made that. I saw that video this morning. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. He had a little that dribble. That was Jay, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jay. Dribbles. I, I'm, I'm here now. It took us a minute to figure out the whole yeah, uh, the audio thing on this side, but we're, we're back now. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, the missing intern right there, intern number five. Oh, hey, Jay is speaking now? Yeah, yeah that's Jay back there. Jordan Poole had a dribble behind, spin move, like behind the back, pull-up three-pointer. Didn't touch a thing. As a pro player, you miss shots sometimes. He comes back still confident, and then it goes to Steve Kerr, and it's him just shaking his head, closing his eyes, and it was a perfect reaction from a for a questionable shot from Jordan Poole right there. Only Jay, time. Jay, you got uh, Celtics or Warriors in this series? Listen, my heart is a different answer than what I think is going to happen. I mean, you know, it's, it's Steph, man. When you can play that bad and your team still wins – I, I don't really see a way that the Celtics win anymore. After game one, I was like, this is over. I mean, the Celtics look too good. Um, but, you know, at this point, it's looking like the Warriors. I'm going Warriors closing it out next game. Yeah, I think so, too. That I think they've got the veteran leadership, Cam, you were talking about, where they can just go in that locker room and say, hey, we don't even want to mess with going to a game seven. Let's just end this tonight. And I think they will. I think, do you, Matthew, do you think Steph gets his uh, first uh, yeah. finals MVP? Yeah. I think so, too. I think... Even if the way he's been playing besides last night, the Celtics could win this series and Steph Curry could still win the NBA Finals MVP. I believe so. Which is, I don't know if that's ever been done, but I've heard talks about it. I've seen a little on Twitter talks about it. I think it's very possible Steph Curry Finals MVP already has it locked in. So to fact check, it has never been done before. Um, Not in the NBA, at least. There was one time in the NFL for a Super Bowl that the MVP was actually not on the winning team. It was a Dallas Cowboys player back in their heyday, you know, since they don't win anything really anymore. Um, (laughs) I can't recall the player's name. I'll have to come back to it. Um, But I remember it was a defensive player uh, for the Cowboys um, that actually won an MVP. And I believe that may be the only professional once uh, in the NBA. Once in the NBA? Jerry West. Jerry West. Okay, well, at least it was Jerry West. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Warriors are just collecting rings at this point, kind of like the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've gotten two straight. Andrew, the Canadian, eh? What do you you (laughs) got for us for the Stanley Cup? 
It's going to be an interesting one. Uh, the last series that the Lightning played, it was just a goalie battle. Vasilevsky, uh, Vas- Vasilevsky. 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 As you say, he played really well. Um, but it's going to be interesting considering Tampa Bay, they got the goaltending. They're great at that. They have the defense. Fox, great defenseman out of Harvard, really showed himself in the league. And then obviously has the have the offensive power with Kucherov and Stamkos. Braden Point might be able to make it back in the series. We don't have full, we don't fully know about that yet, but it, there is talks about it. Um, while Colorado has just dominated the league all season, uh, it's pretty insane, really. Kale McCarr has proven to be one of, if not the best defenseman in the NHL right now. Um, and he's a product of UMass Amherst, and he's just putting up insane numbers in the playoffs as a defenseman. Um, what you should watch is Stamkos and McKinnon. Both of them great players. They're going to have to shine this series to uh, have an edge. Um, they got Kucherov of uh, Tampa Bay, who's going to play really well. He kind of went off slowly at the beginning of the uh, playoffs, but now has really proven himself. Um, but I feel like goaltending is going to be the issue. As Colorado's goaltender, they might have to go to Francois, the backup. And neither goaltender has truly played too well in the playoffs. Darcy Kemper, Kemper has an 897 save percentage, while Francois, although has only started four games, has played six and has a 906. At least he's in the 900, but he is a backup in the Stanley Cup Finals, a place he's never really been to, and a place that is not an easy place to start getting wins. Um, so that's going to be really interesting. But other than that, I believe that the Colorado Avalanche are going to win the series. They swept two of the three series from before. They played St. Louis, which is the only team that really has made it look competitive for them. And although Tampa obviously has been outstanding, it's their third time going to the Stanley Cup Finals, and they have the experience, and they know how to win games. Yeah, I was I was surprised that the Avalanche took care of Edmonton that easily. You know, Dreisaitl and McDavid, that's nothing to... You know, snooze at, but what do you think? Mike Smith just cost him that series? I think the issue with Edmonton, and you know, they do have a sneaky deep team, but it really is just Drysidle and McDavid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put up numbers that were absolutely insane. McDavid had one of the best playoffs I could, or playoff performances from a player I could remember. He's unreal. He is he unreal. Is, I love watching. He's so fast with the puck and moving just in and out of everyone. He is an insane player to watch. So I think that's partly the reason Colorado was able to sweep them was just because it was really Drysaddle and McDavid Smith. You know, he's on and off, and he was when he was off, he was off. Yeah, him. He him, was him really off. Calgary, man, that was a rough one. <laughs> Calgary, hey. Calgary, hey. Yeah, hey. I, I'm picking up my my Canadian slang. <laughs> you know, it's Calgary, right? Yeah. Okay, you I just want to make sure that you actually had oh, it down. No, no, no. <laughs> so Andrew, I got a question for you, real quick. Just for anybody that may be listening that, like me, just has watched maybe a couple hockey games in their life. There's going to be quite a few of them out there. How would you break down, like, a hockey for dummies, or Stanley Cup for dummies, how would you break down this matchup explaining to somebody like me? Well, I guess the way that I'd break it down to someone like you is it's going to be a team that's going to play a lot of defense, a lot of offense, very two-way, which means they are very, they're able to produce both on offense, but also have a very good defensive side which game. Which one, the Avs? No, the... that would be Tampa. Tampa, Tampa okay. is just good all around. All around. Okay. Colorado Avalanche, super great offensive team. Um, and as I said with Kale McCarr, he's a defenseman who is a two-way defenseman, can play that offensive style, as you've seen with the points he's been able to pick up. But it's also to play that defensive style and something that really turned the series when the Avalanche were playing Edmonton. You saw McDavid coming down the ice, 
with a ton of speed against Kale McCarr, and usually any other player, he would just walk around them. He is a player unlike anyone else, but Kale McCarr had an insane poke check about on him, and you can see when that happened, Edmonton's bench just kind of collapsed. Like, that's our best player, and Kale McCarr just stopped him. What are we going to do? So I'd say it's a game that you're going to watch a lot of offense on. If the Avalanche are able to score goals on Vasilevsky, they are going to win. But that is the big question. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, for people that don't know hockey, I'm trying to compare this to the put this in NBA terms. And I'm almost thinking it's similar to the NBA Finals. Um, the Warriors, who have been there six out of the last eight years, Lightning are going for three in a row. A, almost, uh, you'd say a dynasty, a really good team that's almost expected to be there with their stars, Stamkos, Kucherov. Um, and then the Avalanche, who are like a young team, haven't were they in the playoffs last year? They were, they and were. that's when Kale McCarr kind of went off the first okay, time. So, okay, yeah, and that's when we started hearing about them. Celtics haven't been here; they're a younger team, um, still very good, have their stars. Um, but the Avalanche, I don't see them being beaten. They are so good. They lost two games, one in overtime. Um, definitely looking like the best team in the NHL playoffs so far. Right, which is which is crazy to say because you've got someone in there going for three in a row, and they're the underdogs right now. Which, you know, maybe if you're putting a little money on these games, maybe go for Tampa, who's getting plus money. But uh, yeah, I guess that's enough NHL talk for now. We'll see. <laughs> well, I mean, what? And I can apologize if I missed this, Andrew. What do you What do you think the outcome? What in how many games? Who in how many games? Okay, so for me, I think that the Avalanche are going to win the series in six games. I do believe the Lightning are too good of a team for them to be swept, like Colorado has been doing to everyone but St. Louis. So I do have the Avs, but with John Cooper coaching Tampa, him being the coach he is, it's not going to be easy six games there'll be some that go in overtime it's gonna be hard fought and it could be a series that very well could go to seven abs have home ice abs will have home ice to start abs yeah. five yeah i think abs in six i mean even after hearing your guys's great breakdown by the way <laughs> i'm gonna stick with the lightning in six you're two-time champion um, just based off the talent that I've understood that are coming from the Lightning, I think they're going to take it home again. I think they're about to make a three-peat out of this. They so, might be getting help on the way, too. Like you, like yeah, Braden Point. Point is a great player. And they traded for uh, Hagel, too, during the mm-hmm. year from Chicago. And, well, the big issue is I kind of see these two players very similar, Kadri and Point. Both of them are out right now. One of them might make an appearance. Kadri, he, he tweeted out saying he might try, but realistically that guy's not playing in the finals. And he is a... Huge player for the Avalanche. I, I got to back I up. I do for believe a we've talked enough hockey today, so I think we should. Hold on, Jay's got something. Move so, uh, on. So, is the Avs? Is that a real? Like, is, is is that a real abbreviation, or was that just made up on the spot by somebody? No. Because I have, I feel like I've never heard that before. Well, I mean, I, I don't watch, I don't watch a whole lot of hockey, he's, but you know, he's asking if Av like Avs is a real nickname or what? If we made it up, no, it's what, was it was that no, just? Yeah, is that I mean, a real? The Penguins are the Pens, the Capitals are the Caps. I think you just yeah, shorten it up. It's just, just la- lazy people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's for the lazy, Avs. lazy statesmen over here. I will have to say, <laughs> Avalanche is a heck of a sports team name. It is. I love it. Expect Colorado, it just makes all the sense. It I makes all it. the sense, but do you really want to name your team after a natural disaster? <laughs> I mean, Miami <laughs> Hurricane. Yeah, you I know, you got Miami Lightning. Bay Lightning. Yeah, but they're natural here, disasters. They are, they are making it hard for people to live. Uh, yeah, but you want to be threatening. You know, you're the avalanche. We're, gonna, we're going to overwhelm you, you know? Like, I love it personally. We're going to kill some people? I didn't I say kill. I, I said overwhelm. I don't think, I pers- my, my hot take of the day, maybe, personal opinion, 
opinion, you should not have teams named after natural disasters. Really? I mean, I mean, but if you're a sports team, you're wanting people to. Eagles, in a, in a best case Eagles worked very well. Eagles are threatening, right? I don't. My team's the Penguins. Penguins aren't threatening at all, but it works. But it's unique. It's and unique. Pittsburgh. What do the what does Penguins have to do with? Pittsburgh? So I, I there was a story yeah, behind it. Um, it was basically a vote between the uh, the citizens of Pittsburgh, and it was between the Penguins and something else, and the Penguins won by a mile, so like, oh yeah, we'll just do the Penguins. Um, works well with the black, gold, and white there at the city of Pittsburgh, so I can't complain. Okay, but here's my question. You got a te- natural disaster team, we'll just go with the Avalanche since we've been talking about them, and you got somebody, not necessarily a serious sports league, but you got the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> Which one are you thinking is more appropriate? Well, that's an interesting case because the Savannah Bananas do a great job on social oh, media. Dude, where absolutely. as a minor league team, everyone knows who they are. Uh, and like I think it's the Grandma Bananas or whatever they're called, the dancers. Oh, Aunt yeah, Granny, they have, they have, yeah, yeah. Instead of like, instead yeah, of like cheerleaders, it's grandmas. It's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, if you're going threatening, yes, the Avalanche. But I think for a team name, and minor league baseball does it better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Trash pandas, trash pandas. There was El Paso Chihuahuas. I don't know the team like, name, but buddy, mine's kind of making things up. At yeah, this point. they do. I think it's just a room of people. Let's think of the craziest thing we can do, and they they do it. So it a yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, one of my like buddy collects is uh, he collects minor league hats, and he's got a uh, I don't even know what the team name. Couldn't tell you where. It's a flaming hot dog though. Yeah, <laughs> and that's an interesting thing to. They immediately collect. became my favorite minor league team. I don't even know where they are or what they're name is but well georgia's got savannah bananas and the making bacon wow so we're going strong the with the minor league baseball names i well, love it and then speaking of strong um get on to the braves i guess yeah the real <laughs> baseball team 12 well, in a row yeah and but before the braves i thought we were gonna jump in here about the world series college world series is about to take place yeah right. um so they Any just cool names in in uh, college baseball still i know the sooners I'll tell you, uh, Tennessee Volunteers are not in it. Um, The number one team almost the entire season. Uh, Cocky guys that thought they easily had it. Everyone thought they had it, and people were saying if they don't win it all, it's a failure of a season, and they didn't even make the College World Series. Well, what's interesting about that is when Notre Dame played them, it was in Knoxville. They won two games in Knoxville against the number one ranked Mm -hmm. opponent, and I watched a bit of the game lying by the pool on my off day. Really nice. Got tan going. Really enjoyed that. Uh, but I watched on my off day, and Notre Dame was hyped as can be. It looked fun to play baseball for Notre Dame. It was a great game, and I'm very I, – I, I, don't, I don't mind Tennessee, but I'm happy Notre Dame won. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Personally, coming from a fan of another SEC team who actually made it, to the World Series, and I'm an Auburn fan, like I said earlier. I couldn't have been more happy to see Tennessee go down. You have guys on their team flipping off guys in the outfield as they're running bases, coaches getting thrown out of games. I don't really care for the throwing out. That's cool and all, but they just seemed to be – they were cocky. They got that confidence, but they seemed to be destructively cocky to me about There's all confidence season. and there's over-cocky. They, it wasn't about – knowing they're the best it was about putting other people down and i couldn't have been more happy to see them get knocked out before even making it to omaha personally yeah i i think for uh who we'd like to see win it i want to go oklahoma shout out my good friend kendall pettis playing left field over there for him another brother rice boy that's where i went to high school so i'm hoping for oklahoma going all the way I have no clue what I want. Uh, I'm looking at like the scores now. There were so many upsets. Um, so yeah, one seed yeah, Tennessee goes down. 
Um, who was two seed Stanford? Did they make it? They made it, right? They made yeah, Stanford yeah. made it. Yeah. Stanford's made good. Um, Oregon State three seed. They're done. Lost to Auburn, yeah. Um, and then four seed Virginia Tech. They're gone. Texas, I believe, lost to Texas. They lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, my Texas, bad. Right. Texas is in it. They beat eight seed East East Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ten seed North Carolina lost to Arkansas. Like, there's a lot of teams I think that were unexpected, not really expecting to make it here, made it. And I really don't have a team in this anymore. I was looking. I thought Tennessee would do good. Um, my, one of my best friends plays for Oregon. Was cheering for them. They didn't make it. Georgia didn't. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this College World Series. I mean, having four SEC teams make it in, too, is, I mean, accomplishment of his own. SEC has been the biggest conference in every you know, college sport, really, for, what, the last at least 20 years? You can maybe say at, at all they've always been that way. But to have four teams, and, you know, if you want to get some jokes in and say Oklahoma and Texas are part of the SEC, even though they're not quite there yet, I mean, you've got dominance right there, four of eight. That's impressive, man. What you got for us, Jay? Oh, I got nothing for you right now, man. Uh, but, I mean, if, if you're going to bring me in on it, then, you know, I'll go ahead and let you know. Um, I find it hard to imagine that an SEC team doesn't win it. Um, it's it's just, you know, the conference is just – it seems like we're just the best at everything. And I say we I because I go to Georgia. Uh, I really but, wish I could know what you know, Jay's saying right now because it's um, oh, funny. Yeah, you guys don't have uh, we don't got right. the we don't got the headphones yeah. in. Well, this is why you always got to bring your headphones, man. Exactly. It's like it's like South Park when Towley says, "Don't forget <laughs> to bring a towel," but but don't forget to bring your headphones. Yeah, yeah. Well, an amazing take by Jay right there. It's a shame that you two couldn't hear it. No, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it, it out next show. Yeah. All, all that we'll I have is just raw you know, wisdom. Raw wisdom over here. Alrighty, and uh, so transitioning from the College World Series to the current World Series champion Braves on a nice little 12-game win streak here, but Ozzie Albies goes down with an injury. We were looking at that video before we did this podcast, and I was kind of slowing down the tape just to see exactly what happened, and... Honestly, it was weird to watch because it looked everything. I mean, the, the the pitch was inside. You could see that he was adjusting for that pitch, but everything looked pretty normal. Yeah, it seemed to happen on the turn so, on that plant, yeah. which, I mean, you do in batting practice, what, 50 times a day. You do it in a game three, four times. It wasn't anything that he did out of the ordinary. It's just a freak kind of turned it real weird, fractured it. Uh, I don't I, I mean, no timetable yet. Uh, we yeah. gotta hope it's six to eight weeks. Six to eight so. weeks. What it is on the sixty-day IL? Yeah. So he's well, it's funny because Ozzy himself too, you know, is very like I wouldn't even say flexible, but he distorts his bodies in weird ways throughout any game. You know, look at his stance, for instance. I mean, he's not the traditional player. He's not just like sitting there stiff as a board in any way he plays. He's always very flexible. And to see that, you know, his foot do the thing we've all watched, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. But hopefully, I know they brought up Phil Goslin today um, from, I guess, the Gwinnett Braves. And, or, I'm sorry, stripers. stripers. Gosh, stripers. my bad. The Stripers. Um, hoping that he may get some playing time in there. But I, I believe Arcia will still probably get the starts. Um, and that Goslin will probably get some maybe rest days that Arcia will need. Um, but, you know, we're now five games. The Braves are now five games back uh, against the Mets. I believe the Mets are going to be playing the Brewers today. Um, another good team. He's in a really good spot for a wild card um, at the moment. So, 
hoping that the Braves can pull another one out against the Nationals tonight and get, you know, get the Mets into a little bit of trouble here. If you get four, if you're four games back this time of the year, man, anything could happen. They got to keep their win streak going too because they're playing the Dodgers soon and they're playing the Giants soon. Um, Giants, I believe, is next Friday, and that's going to be if they're still winning by that point, that's going to be great. But that's not an easy series, and they've had some pretty easy series to win, to get to this streak. Maybe not known, but the Braves are only three games away from the franchise record right now yep. for most wins consecutively. Consecutive wins is what, 15? 15, yeah, back in 2000, which, I mean, it makes yeah, sense. Are they going to get it? How long is this? Uh, we're, we're 12, right, we're 12 now. right now. Yeah, and then um, we got the Nats and then the Cubs coming up. It's very possible. Well, it's it about is. time that the Braves, you know, took advantage of the weaker teams on the schedule, because that's what everybody said the entire year. It's like, we got to be beating these teams, This man. was a huge month. Um, as a diehard Mets fan, um, this was our... <laughs> you can get out of here right now. You this can was leave our this hardest door. month of the season. This is y'all's easiest cut, month of the season. Why, why are you yeah, an you intern here? Why, why, do you, why do you intern here? I don't... Because <laughs> we allow it, I guess. Um, but yeah, you're a Mets and a Jets fan. It's a rough... I don't know why right. you decided to intern here. I'll be honest. To like, talk back to you go, guys. Go back. Go <laughs> Calm back down. To Somebody needs to be devil's advocate <laughs> to calm you guys down. Right here. We don't need that. That's not what we need here. <laughs> Scott knew what he was doing. We can do, we can do this without you, Matthew. <laughs> now, speaking of the Braves, though, we need some bobbleheads, though. We got some giveaways coming up, and I'm, I'm going to need a bobblehead or two before I head out of here. Yeah, uh, who knows? What's the next bobblehead night? I think there's 20th. one coming up. On 20th, who is it? Uh, let's See, I got it written down here. Uh, Dale Murphy, I think. Dale Murphy, that I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds. I know they're doing one for him. I think this summer. And I then believe. there's a Tyler Matzik one coming up in July. I would love me a little Matzik. Absolutely. You know, I, I think the most impressive thing of this Braves run is how they've changed their run differential. I know they were minus when it started. Now they are currently plus 32, and in their 12 win streak, game win streak, only one game was a one run game against the A's. But they still have close games. Um, I have a little stat I found out. Like in their twelve game winning streak, seven of the games that they've played have been within two runs. Yeah. And they've still won, so they're pulling out these games, which is really good. And they've lost uh, during the Pirates series. They were down two nothing twice. A lot of them they came. They, came they back. started off down. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know which, the against the. Um it was begin one of the first series. They uh they went into extra innings zero zero. Um, and ended up pulling it out and winning, I think, two or three zero or something like that. Um, but you know, they they've been like you guys are saying, they've been grinding out these games. None of these have been really super easy. They uh, usually have about a spurt around the fifth or sixth well, inning. I was there for the game against the Pirates, uh, eighth inning when Ozzy. Well, it was Ozzy, correct? Hit yep. His right. grand slam. Mm-hmm. The, the stadium was electric during right. that time. Like that was. If there was a game to go to again, I'd go to that one because that was incredible to be. Because just before that, uh, who, who, someone hit a three-run home run. I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, to give him the lead, right? Yeah, I could find it real quick. I got, I, I got the Hooters menu up right now from the <laughs> restaurant. Uh, it could have been Dansby because Dansby's been hitting the bat real well the past few games. He's he's on a heater right now. Right. Um, Adam Duvall, I believe it was. Okay. I believe it was Adam Duvall. Yeah, Duvall's been starting to figure it out a little bit, too. He was struggling, uh, I think, the last like 15 to 20 games, really before these last two or three games come up. And I think he's hit – last night he hit another home run. I believe he's had three in the last two games because he had two 
two on Sunday. Um, so he's really starting to figure out. It'd be huge if his back can keep going, because um, he's. I mean, one of the one of the teammates went on and said in an interview, you know, when he's when he's batting right, you know, he's he's one of the more dangerous batters in the league, especially when it comes to power hitting. I mean, he's he's one of the better ones in the league. He's doing it right now. Can we talk keep that about- up? Real quick, one of the most underrated off-season signings, Kenley Jansen. Man, that was a that was a really nice little pickup there for the Braves. Oh man, Jansen's been unbelievable. Um, you know, we I liked Will Smith, Will Smith generally just because he had a great playoffs this last year. I don't think he even came close to bowling a save during our World Series run, but. The Braves front office, what I love about them and Double A is they're always looking to improve. I mean, we just went off a World Series, and somehow over the offseason, we, in a lot of people's cases, would think that we got better. And that's impressive enough to say, considering all the things that they had to go through last year and still have the talent and all the moves that we made um, at that, you know, right before the trade deadline. So it's impressive to see. But yeah, Jansen this year so far has been unbelievable. Um, I think he's blown one or two saves, but all things considered, how many Will Smith has blew last year during the regular season before we really started going on a run, I mean, we'll take it on any day of the week, really. Absolutely. So. Stay tuned for that. We'll see how the Braves keep doing. Let's hope the Mets keep losing. Let's hope the Braves keep winning. Wow. And we will... Uh, I oh, okay. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. okay. There's one story from the golf outing that we had that Uh-oh. has not been brought up yet. Okay, go And I've been yeah. waiting to say it because me and Sean had quite the experience. I can't believe I forgot about this. It needs to be said. Just say it. So I think it was the morning of Thursday... And we were help, yeah. helping yep. set up. Day one. Day we one. didn't really know which carts did what. Because, we, okay, so yes, yeah. so that's a whole other thing. So with all the golfers that were there, uh, we had to get golf carts from the resort beside the course. Mm-hmm. And so the golf carts beside the course uh, from the resort didn't fully work on the course because it, there was a... a Space G- GPS, GPS thing, thing that yeah. Yeah, use it too much. Yeah, it was also it was very far. slow. It yeah. was very slow. So, me and Sean go out. I don't know if we were looking for golfers. No, yeah. So, oh, some guy asked us. <laughs> this is terrible. Some guy asked us if we could bring him the whole like ten, and I decided to go the complete wrong direction because I. Honestly, I didn't know the golf course. It, it, it was the morning of the first day, and we didn't tour it yet. Some guy who was late for his tea time and just needed a ride. Up he just needed a ride, and I, I really messed up. I <laughs> brought him the entire way. And that's why you were unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, could be. So me and Sean take one of the resort golf carts. Just because it's there, it's handy. It could fit four people, and Sean's holding the guy's clubs as being the great guy he is. So we're going, and we get about to the sixth hole. Remind you, you need to get to the tenth hole. So, like, I could have just... Nine. We're on the front nine. I could have just gone to the first hole on the back nine, but no. I watched you go the wrong way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and for speaking it up. didn't say a single thing. <laughs> didn't say a single thing. So, we're going, and we get to probably hole 14. Or, or no, we went we went back nine. That's what we did. He needed to get right. to, he went to... He was going to he eight. He was going to eight, yes. yes and we eight. went back nine. So, we started got to at hole... ten going up. Yes, we started at ten. So, we got to around hole 14, and I look at our battery... Because these things are battery charged, not, not they're not for gas. Um, and so it's like halfway, and we started. It was full. dropping. It quick. was dropping quick. So I'm like, oh no, and we're trying to have a regular conversation with this guy. And this is about the moment I realized I messed up. I'm like, God, we're gonna get to the clubhouse in probably five minutes. And he's like, we were just here. What are you doing? Doesn't matter. So we get the whole 16, and our cart just dies. Dies out of like no war like that. That uh. Man, that charge just it just went. Quick. So we stopped, and luckily there was some nice guy. He wasn't even with us. I think he was a golf course 
attend, attendant or something. something. Like that. Yeah. And so I was we, like, hey, man. The guy we were he driving, wasn't a 680 employee? He, I don't no, believe no. he's a 680 employee. Yeah. So the guy we were giving a ride to had to hop on someone else's cart before ours died, which was actually good because we would have just went in a circle. With I would have been really I, – I was <laughs> – first off, I was very embarrassed. But if we did that, I would have been even more embarrassed. And you could tell that the guy noticed too. He was and getting he was, fed up. He was getting a little fed up, and I don't blame him. I would have been a little pissed off too. Um, so our cart dies. That guy takes him in his – golf cart which going 10 times faster than ours really good thing he showed up because it would have been terrible <laughs> if he didn't um so then we're moving and we finally get to the 18th hole with sean pushing the golf cart which sean you got some muscles there making it through that was, that was pretty good it. a lot of uphills a lot of uphills a lot of uphills i just was sitting pretty in the golf cart driving in the heat <laughs> I, was, I was looking nice um and this guy from what was the he worked for some alcohol company um, Bloody Mary. It was Bloody a, Mary. He, he's part. Of, he was part of a Bloody Mary company. And we, I took a left up the 18th hole because the path didn't follow completely straight. Mm. And so I thought, okay, clubhouse. I'll take a left here. I think that's where it is. No, I was just going to the tee box, the 18th hole. That I couldn't <laughs> see. Couldn't see it. So he shows up and he's like, "Hey, man, do you need a tow?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." Yep. I've been sitting here for about 20 minutes getting this golf cart back. So he gets a bag. Yeah, well, well, at first he says he's got like a, a cord or a rope or something yeah. to help us, and he comes out with a bag. He comes out with a bag. It was a long bag, kind of like a, a ski bag if you've seen those before, just mm-hmm. long and narrow. Yep. He's like, okay, I'm tying this my golf cart. Sean, hold it. <laughs> just hold behind, it. Yeah. It was long enough to stretch from the back of his cart to just the front of ours. Like it was, what, six, eight feet? Probably around there. And so I'm holding on to the handles, sitting on our cart, and he is going, what, two miles an hour on his? Yeah, because we couldn't go too fast or else it would just rip out of your hands. Until we had to go uphill, get some speed. And then it did rip out of your hands. <laughs> so. um, but long story short, uh, it was through our window. Sean's holding it. We eventually make it. And it probably was an hour ordeal by the end of it. Like mm-hmm. from starting with the guy to getting to that point, probably took an hour. Right. Um, so that was just a whole nightmare. And I think... You guys had golf carts die on you the entire weekend. Oh, I yeah. mine died on me three times, so luckily that didn't one. happen. I almost flipped you guys was it once. You that almost flipped yeah, us we, were, we were going left beside. Was it yeah. Baloo or Finnerman? We were going left Finnerman. beside someone, and it just rained uh, probably four hours before. Oh yeah, that was Finnerman's. It yeah. was Finner- yeah, so I'm driving because I'm like, yeah, let me take charge. Smart idea, guys. Thanks. Um, and we just start slowly drifting down to their golf cart, which I did hit a golf cart later, but that's for. Oh, I thought that's the one you were talking about. That Cam was Michael's. One too. Yeah, Michael's yeah, yeah, yeah. So we start sliding, me with my expert driving ability, being able to control the wheel, great throttle control as well. It was perfection, in my opinion. I was able to keep the cart from flipping over and making complete fool out of myself once again. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you had yourself a weekend. I had myself sure. a weekend. I had to get up at 3.30 a.m. on Thursday, then 4.30 a.m. on Friday. So I don't blame myself completely. My brain just wasn't fully there. We're just going to have to run it back next year. You know? I think so. I think we ought to do it again next year. Maybe I won't make as many dumb decisions. Maybe it'll be up to Cam to do it and lead the charge with that because I definitely like led the charge in dumb decisions this weekend or yeah, like, Thursday, I, Friday. I was, I was second in command for you, sure. You were with me the entire time for every dumb decision. You <laughs> yeah. just didn't want to correct me ever. Yeah, you just I, wanted to laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll take these types of situations uh, that we're talking about here as uh, warning lessons. That's exactly. for sure. Well, that's what most people do. Most people would do. Maybe not. Mine <laughs> goes through the back of my mind. Forget about it. Let's do it again. <laughs> Creates good memory. That's all I gotta say. Absolutely, we've got to. We need something to talk about on the pod. But uh, 
yeah, we're wrapping up here. Any final thoughts from anybody? I think it's a good episode one. Thank you guys for doing the, this with us. Thanks, 680 The Fan, for allowing us to do this. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, Jay, and, uh, thank Jay, you for any, listening to us. Jay, there, man. last comments? I know you got something on your mind. Come on now. You know, this podcast might end up being the best thing that this radio station has ever produced. That that's all exactly that's all that I'm going to I agree. That's all right. exactly what I was thinking. All right. That, uh, that's about it, boys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, a little unprofessional. We don't know when this will drop or our next episode. But look out on the, show, the socials, all right? At 680 The Fan. Check the socials, website. TikTok. Whole nine oh, yards. we're going to be big on TikTok. Yes. Yeah, check out the, the interns on TikTok. At it's 680 be, The Fan on TikTok. It's going to be a start making some great banger we, videos. Uh, it's mostly you. I just come in from time to time. <laughs> and uh, keep, keep Cam away from the fireball. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Boom. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.